Michelle, you're my best friend. Oh, you're my best friend. Oh, yay. Well, ex except for my childhood, all the oh. time, lifelong oh. best friend. Of course. Well, then, then there's my yes. sister. I mean, my sister is obviously my best friend, yes. too, right? Yes, yes. And my, well, there's my best neighbor friend who I do a lot of things with. It's like daily my daily best oh, friend. Oh yeah, my other, of my course, other best of course my, my my junior high best friend. Uh, just go, we go way back. Is it okay to have all these best friends? <laughs> well, and is it possible or even healthy to have just one best friend? Well, welcome to Find Your Lady Tribe. We're going to dig into this tonight. Welcome to Find Your Lady Tribe. My name is Brenda and I am Michelle. And it's our mission to build a community of Lady Tribes, a place to connect and grow your tribe with resources, ideas, workshops, retreats, and events. We invite you to join our inner circle and become a tribe leader. It's free! <laughs> Each week, we will start a conversation about connecting within your tribe and across all of our tribes. Our goal is to create 1,000 new Lady Tribes in 2022. And each episode will challenge you with a call to action. The first one is to join our inner circle. Go to tinyurl.com forward slash my lady tribe. And as a gratitude gift, we will send you a downloadable copy of chapter one of Lady and the Tribe, The Awakening. Yay! <laughs> So please subscribe to be notified of a new episode each week. Well, today we're going to talk about our besties and why every single one of them is the best. And just as we can't have a favorite child or a favorite spouse, should we really refer to only one of our best girlfriends as the best of the best? And Brenda, you kind of covered this idea in your book, Lady in the Tribe. Um, what have you found are the pros and cons to having more than one bestie? Okay, so the whole concept of tribe is a tribe of besties. So therefore, there can there cannot be only one, <laughs> right? We Because it's, it's too much pressure for one person to be the everything for anyone and that's that's why we need best friends outside of a marriage because that's too much pressure for, for just our spouse no one person should have to carry the load for all of my individual needs and passions and interests and, and stuff like that that's why a tribe of women is best a tribe of besties so Brenda and lady in the tribe you talk about friendship circles and I imagine that our besties can maybe fall anywhere within those circles uh, in relationship to tribe. Can you? Yeah, absolutely. Tell me more? You can actually have you know besties in multiple layers of what I call the friendship target. Of course, we're trying to create friendship circles that intertwine all over, around the world, so we're all connected somehow. But our own friendship target starts with the center core, which is you. Uh, we first have to be friends to ourselves. Mm. 
and so understand what what lights us up, what's dry, a driving force in our life. You know, who do we want to be? And our closest group of friendship, which is the the tribe, which is the next circle, is that mirror to us that kind of shows us who we are. And they support us in that they are kind of a circle of our of our closest besties. But each of them have their own role, and it's so important that each that you have each of these individual strengths that you can count on and lean on in different situations of your life. Maybe it's an area of interest or a passion that you share. Maybe it is, uh, you know, a striving for health and wellness that you do with this other bestie, and uh, maybe it's uh, another one that just is really great at giving advice and listening to you. So all of these besties are going to be best in their very own way. And the role of a best friend, the best friends is kind of a label that sometimes can be um, a little exclusive. And we're in Lady in the Tribe and <laughs> building tribes, we're not about exclusive, excluding exclusivity, we are about inclusion. And so the next layer of, of the friendship target is the soul sisters. And you can definitely have some besties in this. This is a, a group of a, a woman or two maybe in your life that you have had some incredible bonding life moments with and you've lived a lot of life with, but you're separated by time and space now because they've moved away or they're in a different part of their life, which you don't get to interact that much. But when you do, you are able to hit that bestie level and in, in, in conversation and in memories and and just uh, and they're there for you in a minute if you need them if they, if you need them to fly across the country that is a best friend for you and then the kindred clan and then your community so those are the layers of the friendship target but you uh, you can have besties in in many of those layers in any layer and really in any layer probably so then I'm thinking about how useful is that label, how um, helpful versus hurtful can having singled out one person as your best friend, as if there could only be one. And it feels like to give that label or wear that label, to tell somebody, you're my best friend, is immediately exclusive, as you said. Mm -hmm. um, or for me to wear that label, to actually need it, that makes me feel um, like I'm playing on an insecurity. Mm -hmm. And almost as if it's not okay if my other best friend or best friends have their own people who are at that same level of importance or, um, you know, status basically in their life. And so I think that we needed that label when we were in seventh grade, <laughs> but I don't think that it is actually healthy for us to continue to need, give, or wear that label much, much past that formative time of when we made those bonds. Right, but you know, it is a, a honorable title, right? And it is given with it good intentions. Oh, um, yeah. But a lot of maybe baggage goes along with that too, of obligation. that pressure, obligation, and again, the exclusivity piece. You know, at, the, at this point in our lives, we don't need that. We can be best in our own way in each relationship that we show up for. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I, and I think about important life events, like you know when you have to choose a maid of honor, and it almost seems like okay, well my maid of honor is definitely being uh, highlighted as my best friend, and then however everybody stands mm -hmm. down the road from them is sort of paling in comparison. Are you standing fourth in line or sixth in line? And I remember how that made me feel. Yeah. And so much to the point that when I got married, I chose an odd number and nobody, was best. everybody stood around and nobody was best made of anything. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I think that we may have outgrown the labels of best friend, but maybe still keep the idea of everyone is our best. Right, and that reminds me of everybody. Each one is our favorite. Yes, I want you to tell that story, but I want to just hit on one thing here too, because there's probably some people out there that kind of still really cling to that this idea, and it's okay of being a best, but it's okay as long as you don't take it to the level of being really possessive and being getting jealous and because I don't know, I think we've probably all experienced that in our life when you're just connecting with someone and someone else is going, is threatened by your connection and by your relationship. Yeah. If you're feeling those ways, it, it's probably, there's something probably a little deeper going on that, that you maybe want to look into. Yeah, yeah, or help, help each other look into if on either side of that, if you're getting that ickier feeling mm -hmm. by the use of that term or by even holding that position or that station in life, mm -hmm. um, we shouldn't be threatened. I'm never threatened when I hear someone in my close circle explain someone as their best friend. Right. And if you are feeling that way, maybe it's just a good idea to talk to the best friend and say, you know, when you're hanging out with this person, I don't know why, but it's kind of making me feel this. And is there anything there? It's probably not. It's probably just me. Um, you know, just kind of validating the feeling and just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just check that off as I verbalized it. It's out there. I don't want it to be that way, um, but I just wanted to to express it. I think that expressing it might not be a bad idea. Yeah, and also sort of acknowledging or even encouraging that. That's the whole idea of tribe is that mm -hmm. we are each of us are required and have an important role to play in the wholeness of the center of that circle, which is me. Right. Um, so just acknowledging, I know that your best friends are so important to you and how much they bring to your life and i love your best friends yes and i hope that you will share them with me um, we have a saying in our tribe that i just need you to love who i love and mm -hmm. if you can do that then we all just gained 10 more best friends right and you know what i think it cannot be said enough that a tribe is not a click my tribe is not identical to Michelle's tribe, although she is a tribe member of mine and I am of hers. Her tribe looks different than mine because she is the, the focal point of her own tribe. She, you know, she is the center of her own universe, <laughs> as am I and as are you. So it's not a click where we're all a click of besties. It's I'm a bestie with you, I'm a bestie with you, I'm a bestie with my sister. 
those that's what it is it's not an exclusive click and there's no ins and outs yeah we left all of that in seventh grade we left that way in the past <laughs> okay so, so the my, story my the favorite story. my favorite story which as parents we try to you know always keep the jealousy and the contention between our children down and my you know each kid is convinced that my firstborn is definitely my favorite and when anything in life is unfair he's your favorite and they'll just play on you that way mm -hmm. and then when two of them get together with the other one they'll pick out oh well he's her favorite that's why she's treating him this way or that way and so I have um, taken the the strategy and I think we should take it with our best friends too that I tell each one of my kids I just call them my favorite all the time I overuse it and I use it in front of them each other that hey you're my favorite I appreciate you doing that for me and blah 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 and that's why you're my favorite <laughs> and I just rub it in all the time and I've done this for years and it's amazing how that just neutralizes mm -hmm. any of the ick that's between the kids and I recognize an, um, a lesson that I actually got from church one time where I got that idea from the pastor that that's because that's how God loves us. When we think about how could I be as important, how could, how could the universe actually love me as much as they love someone else who's all these other things or that I consider to be so much better than me or beyond me. And that's because that's how that level of unconditional love works is that you're all my favorite we are all God's favorite and that's where our best friends are too every single one of our best friends are absolutely our favorite for all the reasons that they're the best for all the roles that they have played for all the memories that we have made and yeah that's my happy story is that we are all the best we always have we always want to send them off with some great tool to put into action, right? Yes. So this week, call your best friends. All six of them. All six or 12 or 15. Or two. And remind oh, them that they're your favorite by saying thank you for being my best friend. I love it. And you are my favorite. <laughs> and we are so glad you're here. We're so thankful you have joined us at Find Your Lady Tribe. So until next time, when, when three, three or more, more gather, we, we are, are tribe. tribe.